Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio's Vacation Station travel show with Nancy and Lisa. You know, every fourth Tuesday, you know, it's Travel Tuesday, we get to chat with Debbie Stone. We call her the Fire Monkey. She got that name from one of her travel adventures into Bhutan, Mm -hmm. and it's stuck with her ever since. But every fourth Tuesday, she joins us. She's an amazing travel writer. You see her articles in just about every single one of our Big Blend magazines. And so today, she is joining us to talk about her adventures in Astoria, Oregon, and her story is up on nationalparktraveling.com. Just type in Astoria in the search box. You'll also see it in the next issue of Parks and Travel Magazine. But welcome back, Fire Monkey. How are you? I'm doing great, ladies. How are you? We're good, good. Good. You know, it's so funny. Before we started recording, I said, you know, I saw all my filing was Fire Monkey, you know, <laughs> or FM. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, I was looking for Debbie, but it's like, oh, yeah, look under FM. <laughs> you know, apparently I that's it. And it was. I am gone. stuck with that. I am stuck with that, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, you are. You are. But like, this was a month. Like, a month FM gave it radio. to you. Yeah, <laughs> FM radio. radio. See, <laughs> but this this is a special thing. A monk in Bhutan gave it to you, right? I got to always get That's that straight. Right. So it's it's That's a special thing. Right. So it, this is amazing. You know, I, I love when we have these conversations because you've traveled, you know, the world the world on our shows you bring all these stories you've new zealand namibia oh my god wherever uh, victoria falls and uh norway and i mean iceland I, all these places right and yes. now you've been doing so much in this country and i think about this we're calling you fire monkey and you haven't been out of this country for a little bit <laughs> But it seems like you have really enjoyed your time over the last couple of years, digging up all these treasured places that we have, especially in Oregon, which um, we see that you have an affinity for. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, because it's been, um, you know, I haven't been abroad uh, since the pandemic uh, started. I've just spent, uh, you know, a great deal of time just you know, exploring what what we have here in the country. And you know, as well as I do, just that there's an endless amount of destinations and experiences Mm -hmm. and people and food and everything in between and national parks and state parks and everything that that you you never you'll never run out of of things or places to to visit and things to do so um it's been it's been a joy i mean it really has been and and uh you know if i if i could never go abroad yes i would be sad 
but I also would know that there, like I said, there's an infinite amount of places that I could uh, explore. Mm. Mm -hmm. And Oregon is something, you know, you lived in Washington state for a long time too. And I know you live in Santa Fe, which um, we love and, you know, and it's where we got to meet you in person <laughs> at the O'Keefe Gallery, Georgia O'Keefe Gallery. Mm -hmm. But um, Oregon, it seems that you keep going back there. I mean, you also did Washington State with Pikes Peak, uh, Pikes Peak, uh, Pikes Marketplace. Well, you did Pikes Peak too when you were in Colorado Springs <laughs> a couple true. years ago. But uh, <laughs> I know it's like anytime I hear Pike, I'm like Pikes Peak, you know. Um, but you know, Oregon, you really have done a good job on the state this last couple of years and you Astoria you know I the reason for Oregon is is is, is twofold a um I have now uh, a son and daughter-in-law of course a grandchild that's that's in the Portland area um my husband um spent grew up uh, part of his life in the Portland area as well oh, wow. went to school in Oregon State and Corvallis and my two sons went to school in Eugene so, oh wow um, yeah, so, the, you know, Oregon and living in the Seattle area, Oregon was, of course, a, a great playground to go to because of the diversity, you know, whether you're in the coast, whether you're in the you know, mountains and inland and eastern Oregon and Crater Lake down in, you know, Medford. And, and you know, there's just there were the, just wonderful places to to visit. Oh. And it was just right outside your backyard, so to speak. So, you know, I feel like, yeah, I, I, I have been to Oregon and probably if I didn't have all these connections, I certainly wouldn't have have continued to, to go back there. But I find that every time I do go back there, there's just always something new to, to explore. It, this is but, amazing. Yeah. We, we were in Oregon last year, as you know, um, we went to Sun River. We went to Albany right. for a little bit. Mm. And um, we did uh, Bend and we're, well, a little bit, tiny bit, and a little bit of Salem. Then we did the Oregon coast and, um, we're going to be so back beautiful. through the Pacific Northwest. Um, I think as this interview airs, actually the day it airs is when we land in Washington State, literally oh landing in the car, not in the airplane. Um, <laughs> but we would have driven through Oregon and we were, we're going to be in Eugene, Oregon um, in April. And we're going to go through on our way up there. And, and um, Astoria, I remember we took a friend on this trip up to her family went back and when we lived in the in tucson actually mm -hmm. we were in green valley and you know where that is because i know you you right. know tucson yep and mm -hmm. uh, south of tucson which i love that area it's so like africa with the trees mesquite trees and yes. just beautiful in yeah. the prairie because it does have a short grass prairie and um it, it just was it was interesting we took our friend up there and she needed to go to her family, and we drove mm -hmm. up there, and and mm -hmm. we ended up going through like the desert side of Oregon, which people right. don't really realize that here you're in the Pacific Northwest and lush tropical rainforests that are like cool tropical, <laughs> not like you know Florida tropical. Right. And um, right. but it was like wow, I didn't know this, and we ended up in Yakima, and yeah. Nancy and I went from Washington. Yakima. Yeah, mm -hmm. Yakima and, and drove across towards Seattle and said, oh, let's go down the coast. And next thing you know, we were in oh, Astoria beautiful. going over a bridge. And I'm not good at bridges. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not good at heights or bridges, but I still do them. And because they're, they're, it's still like you did it, you did it, you made it, and it's still beautiful. 
And all of a sudden I was on this big ass bridge and I'm sorry, that's the word for it. And I'm like, Nancy, when is this going to end? And I'm like, like white knuckling. And she's like laughing. She's like, stay in your lane, stay in your lane, just keep going. But she's laughing at me. And I had to put Bob Marley music. Bob Marley takes me across those circumstances. Well, but it was so, you know, there's signs that tell you what to do, but she's so like, oh, what do I do? It's like, read the signs. So but this is like, stay where you are, move to yeah. the left. Move to the right. What, Count but forty-five seconds. Don't 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 go to ten <laughs> miles an hour, which I do on not passes at times. But, but this 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 bridge took it's us into bridge. Astoria, and I went, oh my god, we need it's to stop awesome. here. But we we weren't at that time. I mean, it was it was like at sunset, which was absolutely was beautiful. Amazing. And we were going south and we ended up doing all these things, but we kept going, we need to go back to Astoria. Yeah. And you did it. And please, I'm so excited. You've got an article up on nationalparktraveling.com for everyone to read. And it'll be in the upcoming issue of Parks and Travel magazine. Mm -hmm. But um, this is incredible. I didn't know all of this history. I didn't, you know, the Lewis and Clark thing, I'm going to talk about that for sure. But Let's just start with the bridge. Like this isn't Astoria known for the bridge? How did they build well, it? Well, it's it's the it, it you know, this is the Astoria Megler Bridge and it is mm-hmm. the one that connects Oregon to Washington and it has the uh distinction of being the longest continuous truss bridge, the style of bridge in North mm-hmm. America and it is 4.1 miles. And so, yes, it, it feels like it keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. But Only four miles, really Lisa. breathtaking views. You know, it is. Mm-hmm. You're going across the Columbia River. And uh, there is, I, I think I put in the story, there is this um, event once a year that when pedestrians, when people can actually, you can walk that span and it's wow. called the Great Columbia Crossing, uh, held in October typically. And so you have to, you know, plan ahead. And and I think, I don't know, you reserve, you get your space or whatever it is. But in any case, it's your opportunity if you wish to walk it. But normally, you know, people go back and forth between Oregon and Washington. And this is, you know, the bridge that connects the two. So uh, it is definitely uh, something to mention. And if people are in the area, it is something Something to do, whether you white knuckle it or not. I think it's fun, but I I do enjoy doing. This is the thing for me. It is a I have a weird thing about heights, but I do enjoy the beauty, and I do right. appreciate doing it. And I will do it. Like mountain, you know, right. it's like going up all these mountain passes we've done. Right, right. I've done some <laughs> of the biggest ones in this country. But it still gives me that it's an adrenaline. <laughs> it's like I get a little rush from it at the end. I'm like, <laughs> I did it, you know. And you know, and and I've learned. I've actually grown. Um, mm-hmm. It's a personal thing to conquer some of that. Actually, of course and, it is absolutely. And so I look at this as a positive. And so as soon as I saw it, and you se- sent the article, I went. I was like, damn it, you did the bridge, didn't you? <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. it's coming back. But I did it. I did it. I really did it. Yeah, and did. and it's so pretty. And what blew my mind too. Um, I, I really want to get into all the museums and the history, but where you stayed also blows my mind the cannery pier hotel i mean i want to get into lewis and clark for sure but the hotel like this is built on 
peers like and you're mm -hmm. on like when you look at it, it you feel like you could go in it looks almost like you could go in and order food you know in a way but you go in it like it's a it's magnificent what they've done because it i think it they've kept the integrity of the land or the ocean Absolutely. i should say what, what they've you done know, it's, is it's, like it's, it feels like you're you're in the old times with it just is it's the cannery pier hotel and spa let me just put it there and um this is amazing and I, everybody listening um check out the website canarypierhotel.com because you're right on the when we talk about ocean view like you're on it mm -hmm. right this is this is an incredible location. You know, you're right next to the bridge and right on the water, so you can watch, you know, this this water passageway and see the river traffic, you know, going through, and also seeing, mm. you know, the wildlife and the landscape changing, the colors. But it's such a cool place. It's built on top of a hundred year old piers, um, and it was the vision of this this man, this Astoria native, and he spent about four, a dozen, I think, fourteen years making that uh, vision become a reality. And so it's basically, I think, recreating kind of the atmosphere of, of a cannery from, from long ago. And mm. so you've got, you know, the smokestacks, you've got the wooden trusses, you've got the exposed steel beams. It's such a cool place. It's just beautiful. These, these drop dead views, you can just get lost in and the rooms are gorgeous and they have wonderful views um, with these like little cozy window seats that give you a binoculars and a lovely Pendleton blanket oh, no and you can sit there cool. and you can just, you know, you can just get lost in, in those views. I wow. found it to be, it's an exceptional property uh, and mm. uh, I, I, I loved it. And not only that, they, they have this little museum which talks about the history of the property and shows photos and, you know, they do complimentary breakfast. They and happy hour. A wonderful <laughs> wine. Yes. Wine and hors d'oeuvres and nightly fresh baked cookies. My do, favorite. Do, do we, do, <laughs> do we build anything today that we know is going to last a hundred years? I know when you think about what's, you know, on top wow. of these pier, you know, it's just, it's, mm, that's it's crazy. It, and it's and it's you know they're going to be doing wow. a lot of they're doing some enhancements. So talking about food, they are going to be debuting a new restaurant bar concept uh, in the spring. Uh, so that mm. uh, you know if you want to stay there and grab a bite to eat, it's great. Um, they also have what I think is very cool: this vintage um, chauffeur car, this limo, and it'll just you you know you could go anywhere. It takes you anywhere in town, and it's no just a, a cool a cool idea. And uh, yeah, they just it's, it's, it's like just it. a unique property and i loved it i would go back there in a heartbeat membership fees apply after free trial cancel anytime can i be real for a second that goal you have to exercise and eat better you really can do it but nobody is going to do it for you and nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results and that's us beachbody it's as convenient as your tv or laptop but you need to decide that you're worth it let us help you succeed here's how go to beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great mm, nice. see i think i think this is what we are craving in our country is these true authentic lodging experiences mm -hmm. I and agree. they only come when they have in, that integrity where they're connected with the history of the community and the natural right. part too. And, you know, it's, it's, it just is so cool when you have an exceptional place like that. I, I mean, having yeah. the vintage car taking you around, 
that's 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 a that's That's awesome (laughs) and that means they have partners in in the town too so it sounds like the community works together and also appreciates the history of of where they are from what your article said yeah and i and i think it you know it's kind of like you know it, it it tries it it tries to be there there's a hip factor to astoria because it's got all this, these cool craft beer, you know, these, these great breweries. Um, but it also keeps its authenticity. And I think that that people really like that. It, you know, I mm-hmm. think I put in there, it's kind of like grit meets hip in a way, you mm-hmm. know, but it has all these kind of quirky uh, aspects, you know, to it. So it's, to me, it, it becomes very endearing because it's not only the landscape that you kind of fall in love with, it's just that whole ambiance and these Victorian homes on the hills, these, these kind of quirky sites, mm. these, the, the uh, amount of movies that have been filmed in the area, you know, it's just, you know, you, you get it, you see what, what people have kind of fallen in love with. Mm. Yeah, so it has its own personality, which I love yeah. because as we travel, the last thing you want is to find one city that looks like the city you just left, mm-hmm. that copied the yep. city that you just left, mm-hmm. that looks right. like the city you're going to next, that looks like the yeah. city you, yeah, <laughs> you, you want it, you want the, the cities and the towns and wherever you're right. going to have its own personality because you know when they first right. sprang up, they did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And, and then, that's what you, you know. So, and, and so many, in, in, unfortunately, in some cities, you know, that, that whole um, authentic ambiance has kind of, you know, faded in places. Mm-hmm. And uh, this town has really held on tight to, that's to awesome. that. And so, that, I don't know, that just is just, that's why I really, I just, I, I love this place. Yeah. I, I love that because, you know, you also see new communities being formed across the country. And they come up with their community motto and this is who we are. And and I wonder about it. It's like a lot of these cities like Astoria have ancient history, you know. And, right. you know, you think back Native American times and basically this whole country has that. Um, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. But um, there's these new developments coming in and who are we? And how is it where... I mean, I wonder about the sense of community of, are we able to get everybody on the same page to go, let's create what we are as we're all moving to these new places? Because there's a lot of shifting going on around our Mm -hmm. country right now and uh, places being developed. Are we just buying a home to be out and where we want to be? Or are we actually being part of the community to say what we want our community to be? Or are we just going to whine about it? You know, you know what I mean? It's that's kind of where I find like these kind of places really kind of get us back to these roots of where it started and how people had to come together for the greater good at that time because there were life threatening situations, you know? Yes, yes, yes. And I think that, you know, when people have a determination to keep the integrity of the place and its Mm. history and that value. Uh, that you know, working together as a community to to keep that, and yet mm-hmm. and also allow some of the wonderful fun things to come into their town. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. You know, some wineries or breweries mm-hmm. or some really cool uh, hip restaurants or whatever it might be, but still manage to to hold on to that integrity. It gives a it's it's the guiding path, but that's, right? Yes. 
that that's what tourism is all about is to go see someplace new that is different right right but it's still down home and welcoming so you yeah need, you right. need the both you need the the welcoming even if it's a big city yeah you need yeah. the welcome factor and you need to know that where you're going isn't a repeat Mm-hmm. Right. of somewhere you've been right. for because there's places that you can go over and over and over again and see something different every time absolutely absolutely yeah. Yeah. Well, i want to go back to the history of this area because obviously you know it's on the water so which is there's so cool. fishing right um there's yes. there's you know all that kind of river rivers too mm-hmm. and that's the other part um so i want to get to fort clatsop um, because this goes, it's part of the Lewis and Clark Trail. This is a National Historical Trail um, through, you know, through the National Park Service, and you can follow it across the country, which is amazing and something I mm-hmm. just want to do really bad. I think oh, cool. Let's Lewis and Clark, I mean, they're in Sacagawea. Uh, yeah, I was saying it right. Sacagawea. Uh, yeah, I mean, their story is probably one of the greatest stories of America. Of, mm-hmm. um, I mean, there's a lot of stories, right? And, and But this, if you think about where we are today, the manifest destiny and all of that, right. this was, you know, they really tried to work with the Native Americans as they mm-hmm. traveled through. And they were a great example of how to connect. And it didn't always work, but it's such a huge story of this country. And- it's yes. huge, and you know, there. I mean, there are there are like uh, I think there's like a dozen locations that are that make up actually the national history, the Lewis and Clark National Historic Park, and Fort mm-hmm. Clatsop is just one of them. And um, you know, it's it's interesting. There's a replica of the fort on site, so you can can look at it. You can tour the visitor center, then see the exhibits. You can do ranger led, you know, history programs. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, you know, there's trails that the fort to sea trail and you know you 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 feel like oh my god this, this lewis and clark they they took a four thousand mile trek you know yeah. and mm-hmm. you think about this back in the early 1800s mm-hmm. and so when they came to the end of that trek this fort is what they uh created and it served as their winter their winter uh shelter place and uh, they named it after the local uh, Native American tribe, which was the Clatsop. And the Clatsop, who actually um, were, were very, very uh, hospitable, and um, they, you know, had a, a connection um, between mm-hmm. uh, the explorers and um, the, the tribe. And so, you know, you, you learn about this history, but it is, it is a, a magnificent uh, journey when you think about it. Yeah, I was yeah. wondering about this. If I wonder if this is the fort. I need to go. I really need to go here. Um, I wonder if it's that one place where they stopped and they got delayed and delayed and delayed on their trek. And I think it was their winter stop where they ended up being there like a Maybe. year or something. I mean, I know how that is yeah, on our they, they own were... travel tour. <laughs> we end up get delayed somewhere. All of a sudden, well, we can relate longer. to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, can. Um, yeah we, we can all do that. I mean, in the pandemic, oh, you're supposed to be here for three weeks. Now well, you're no, three months. See, like, but, um, you're, going, you're going through different territories and different Native Americans. Some are friendly, some are not. So you get to one that's friendly and like, can we just stay for a while? I know. <laughs> I need to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, isn't this oh, the gosh. one? I'm not sure if it was in Washington. 
I, I'm not sure if this was the one where I, they I know that they spent a, they spent a winter. You know, they spent a, a good a f- winter there because they had to find some place to to kind of yeah. hold down in. Mm. You know, I think I think and I think that it was it it took longer for them to be able to go because they couldn't go because the weather, like winter over there is like different than winter in Southern California. <laughs> Let's put it that yeah. way. It, it's, so it's that very, is it. It's very gray and rainy and cold. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's damp and, you know, it's. Yeah. And you, you know, can't get over the, the mountains. mountains. They yeah. could, they yeah. needed to go back home. This was their well, turnaround it's, point. It's not and like they couldn't they get back to, home. It's not like right. they stayed in like the holiday inn or something. No. <laughs> no, no, they had no, little cabins. No, no. They had little cabiny things that they did, but I don't think I think this was where they were supposed to because it's on the Columbia River, right? This is yes. um where they needed to turn around and go home, and they really couldn't because you think about they couldn't go back the way they came because of the winter weather, and they couldn't go back. I mean, even if you go through Oregon, Willamette Forest, Nancy, you and I. Driving oh, last awesome. year, we were up in Bend, which mm-hmm. our friend there has to have snow tires, apparently, um, mm-hmm. yeah. to drive around in. But <laughs> we mm-hmm. went from her place, and it was, you know, wonderful weather, sunny weather in June, mid-June, we get there. And, you know, it's wonderful. And the next day, decided, oh, we could have snow. How lovely is that? But we hiked right. through. We we went through the Obsidian Trail, and I mean, I'm still I still can't even believe what we saw. I mean, I'm still yeah. I'm still freaking blown away. And the fact that I took our Portovino wine bag and had wine at the top of the <laughs> thing and overlooked Obsidian, like giant boulders of Obsidian, will never That's and the amazing. snow will never leave me. Um, but course. but we went down like when we left her, we were going to Albany. And we, you know, then the sun was shining when we left and she was in Sun River, drove through all that and it was sunny and beautiful. Well, then we hit Willamette Forest and driving down <laughs> and there's this, you know, Pacific Crest National Historic, yeah, the Pacific Crest Trail sign. And our friend, right. you know, wrote a book about his experience, pull over, take a photo while it starts snowing. And I'm like, what? And then there was this magical beauty going down. This is in June. So I'm thinking about Lewis and Clark. Like, how are you? Yeah. You're not even going that way. I mean, no. you, you know what I mean? And this is like below yep. Astoria. And so no. then it was snowing. It was freezing. It was, it was, it's cold. No way. You know what I mean? You're not getting anywhere yeah. until you're not, you're there for right. the winter, but actually right. longer. Cause there's, you actually have to wait for it to be summer to get across back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, that's what it even, was. They didn't even have any microwaves. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use no, it. Nancy, they did not. <laughs> no. Very astute <laughs> observation. <laughs> oh, gee, Nancy. But this is amazing. <laughs> I mean, to be to there, you went there. Relevant, like, what, what it must have been like for them, like uh, comfy and cozy, yeah, driving in yeah. cars. We're not walking or riding a mule. Wow. <laughs> But, yeah, they, but, but they also had to be able to live with the Clatsops. And I think they right. have, they had like the, didn't they have like a different like facial feature than other Native Americans, as I recall? There was something. That, that I don't remember. But okay. I, do, I do know that they helped them in terms of, you know, um, probably fishing, hunting, that kind of mm. thing. Uh, some sort of survival uh 
situations. And I think that's, you know, they were very indebted to them in that respect, you know, the, the explorers. Well, it's nice of But they had to be able to, like, talk about, like, here you are, you're going to, and I think Sakawajewiwa was the best, like, she was the diplomat of the journey, right, to make it all happen. And, well, you know, she was the connect, you know, she definitely was a connector communicator, you know. So. Amazing. I mean, and just for them to be, you know, here's the deal. You're, you're on their land and territory. And, you know, and at the meantime, you can see what's going on in the rest of the country with what's happening to Native Americans. And I'm wondering, okay, don't let anybody know, you know what's going on right. because Lewis and Clark at this, they're being diplomatic, but it doesn't always work out through their journey. No. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be here for a long time. Do are you okay to sleep at night? Do you think, you know, have you, you know, you, if you're there for a while, there's a diplomacy that has to happen. It's like, they always say like, if you've got family in your home, it's like nice. The first night, the second night. Okay. And the third night. Okay. That's it. It's too long. You know? Um, So now like they're in that position survival. They're in that position. Yeah. So how, you know, they had to have intense diplomacy to make that work. I, I'm just, yeah. I really want to go there, Debbie. I'm, I'm, I'm not just jealous. I'm like, I really want to go. Um, I, I would have just, I, to me, this is. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better. You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. One of those iconic places, you know, with this whole... Very special because it not only has just, I mean, it has this amazing history that goes on, not only with, with all of the, the Lewis and Clark, but also just the, 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 the boating history there. Mm. And that mm. there's that Maritime Museum, which is really uh, state-of-the-art, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, uh, it's the Columbia River Maritime Museum. And mm-hmm. it really talks and you get to explore all about the whole fishing, shipping, the whole military, the whole history of that Mm. area. And um, you'll also just learn how treacherous um, the waterway that Columbia Mm. River Bar is, which they call Mm. the graveyard of the Pacific, because, you know, how many boats have ships have, you know, sunk and have Mm -hmm. had, you know, crashes. And I think 
over 2,000 ships have sunk there since, you know, wow. late uh, late 1790s, I think. And, you know, hundreds of people have lost their lives. But it's because there's this, it's where the river and the ocean meet. And so oh, wow. these, the waves mm. can be insane. Mm. And yeah. so, and then you've got sandbars that start mm. to shift and you have shallow areas. And so, you know, it, it um, they use the, the, the pilots, you know, the, the ship, the boat pilots to help these ships get across the, that area. You know, they use mm. people that that know the area well that can help, you know, these boats, uh, you know, manage to make it through. Uh, but it is such a treacherous area. And a lot of people are surprised. They're like, really? And, and, and so this museum just is mm. you know, kind of an eye opener for that. It's very awesome. There's there's a place in South Africa where we went where um, at the tip end of it, where was that, Lisa, where the Cape Point or where the two oceans meet and they really don't like each other because one's cold water and the other is warm water. Cape Point. Yeah, that's the tip of South Africa. Yeah. It's in Cape Town. It's not the yeah. actual tip of where Vasco da Gama yeah. landed, but it's the it's the actual Cape Point. And, and Debbie, you went there. Yeah. yeah, fire yep. monkey yep. went up yep. there. She went yep. on Table yep. Mountain. Yeah, and then right. she did. So you, the, yeah, you see, that was that's a pretty. She uh, swung. She swung over two yeah, waters. <laughs> no, but there's waves there. We're like, whoa. No, yeah. Well, the the North Pacific Northwest Coast. I mean, that's I think the beauty of it. You know, we think about beaches. There's the tropical Caribbean beaches, mm. Florida Keys. You know, Fiji, all of that, and then there's Southern California, which. I, I love the beach, but that to me is like, there's just too many people for me. That's just my own personal thing. <laughs> but what I'd like is Central Coast on up, because from the Central Coast of California, all the way up to the Pacific Northwest, it is starts to get more rugged and more rugged and more rugged as you go. You get more right. tide pools. You get more of that drama of the waves crashing up on the rocks mm, you get more yeah, of that yeah, like absolutely mist and mysticism and forest right. and elk on the coast you know you get like you get like, all so the weird. you get all of these amazing things that um you just it, you just when you think beach and coastline you you don't realize that that's there and i can see why so many crashes happen. I mean, when you think that uh, Drake, Sir Francis Drake, when he did his big circum, you know, big thing around the right. world for the Queen, landed in Point Reyes National Seashore in Northern California, which is now National Seashore, I should say, Point Reyes. He claimed that as the new Albion for the Queen, and he's like, "Here, mm -hmm. I'm taking this." Well, the fact was, right. he, he he crashed his boat. <laughs> you know, his ship went down, and I think it was called the Golden well, Hind, but least, which we yeah, call the Golden Hindy. Yeah, but his boat was messed up, and he was dealing with yeah. Native American tribes, and not nicely. And he's like, "I'm claiming this for the Queen," and that didn't quite yeah. work. But that he crashed because <laughs> of they didn't. Ex I don't think they expected that kind of water in a way. Like I expected in no. Europe, isn't it kind of like Europe when you go there? It is to me just european waters in a way when you're up there well it's just it's you know i always tell people it's um the oregon coast is a, a very wilder you know mm. a wild it form. is wild. um so yeah. don't don't uh be thinking like you said you know it's going to be like the california beaches these are no. you know this is, no. this is a very very different 
uh, beast of itself. And uh, mm. it's, it's to me, just I, very dramatic. And uh, I really, I, I prefer it. it personally. It's, yeah. it's yeah. rugged. It's yeah, rugged. It's kind of like and the garden root. It's a rugged garden root. And it's kind of pristine, you know, because yes. it's not that able to do what we've done in California. Right. You know, it just, it's so rugged. You've got all those craggy rock formations, mm. which yeah. go, you know, when you watch, when you're outside, you're not in the water and you're looking down, you see the rocks. Right. But what you right. maybe don't imagine is the rest of the rocks under the water and how wide they yep. get raised yeah. and how much yeah. they actually swirl the waves around and yeah. cause more drama. Absolutely. As opposed to the big white sandy beach. I mean, but it, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a beautiful place. You just have to be be, uh, cognizant of the situation so that if you were in the water, you're, you, you know what you're doing, you know? Yeah. I, I love that because at the same time you talk about in your article, how this was really like the cannery capital that, tuna fishing capital right. of the world at one point and here it is like it, this is like a hard place to do it you know right right yeah it's you know these people were you know definitely uh perseverance and mm. uh you know had a lot of grit you know <laughs> yeah i know so so was fishing i mean obviously lewis and clark came and um but was it fishing that kind of put it on the block of now we can afford to have all these fancy Victorian homes being built and um, started, you know, yeah, started I think, getting. I, yeah. I think, you know, the, the, it, you know, was it, at one time it was a very lucrative industry, you know? So mm-hmm. I think, you know, that, that, uh, you know, those like uh, the, the, um, the wonderful uh, um, house, the Flavel, the Flavel house mm-hmm. museum is an example of one of these grand Dom uh, homes, you know, Victorian homes, and you know the the the, the Columbia River bar pilot, the the Captain Flavel, you know, he he had this uh, mansion, and uh, you know, at the time, you know, this was really you know quite the the place, and mm. you know, Queen Anne style, and they had, had a tower that he was his roost that he could go up and watch the shipping lanes, you know, and look at mm. the the rivers, and and uh, so yeah, so I think that it did bring a, a considerable amount of wealth at that time you know mm, uh, of sure. course things have changed with fishing and the whole cannery industry but um, they have all these beautiful uh, homes that remain once again the authenticity and the historical uh, sense of that that you look at the, the hills and you see these beautiful beautiful stately homes mm, nice. I love it I love it and you know it's it, that to me, it's it's so wild to see these stately homes when the waves are crashing on the rocks. You know, yes. it's just this. Yes. You know what I mean? Like when you see that, you're like, "Wow, that's some crazy yeah. cool stuff." You know, and it seems like you know the arts also played a role. Um, you've got a great theater there. Um, wait, Clark Gable went there. That's what really you know. Hey, yes, he went and, around. Yeah, and, <laughs> Frankly, and then, dear, know. I don't give a. that's right but you know the Mm -hmm. the thing is a lot of people go there well not a lot but i i i think a considerable amount come uh and they're curious about all the movie um Mm -hmm. movie uh settings and you know it kind of 
got put on the map when they did the, the Goonies, which was back in the uh, 80s. 80s. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. remember this cult classic, but kind of the story of these 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 adventurous kids, they find a you know pirate map, they you know search for lost treasure, they get into all sorts of issues, um, and you know hmm. meanwhile they're they're I think it's the parents that were going to be evicted, for, they were going to be evicted from their homes because they couldn't mm-hmm. pay their mortgage, and there was this development company that was going to create this golf course, and the kids, this group of kids called the Goonies, you know, ended up you know with this this old pirate map trying to find the treasure to see if they could maybe help their parents <laughs> help their and parents. do something That's about awesome. it. So it's, you know, it was, it's a great, great film. And there's a lot of people who have a lot of uh, affection for this, this film. And so, you know, they know that it was, was filmed there and around the area, not to mention a, a bunch of other films. And so uh, the first place they go is usually this little, little tiny, little, little tiny museum called the Oregon <laughs> Film Museum, mm. which was in the which was in this historic county jail, which was where the love made the jail break and and Funny. you know, there's also uh, you know, all sorts of stuff you can you can do there. You can, you know, actually, you know, film your own self, you know, and, and behind in front of and behind the camera there and you know, but it's just this tiny little place. But they also have this map and you can go take it and seek out all the locations uh from the movies that you, you know, uh that were filmed there and that you're interested in. So it's kind of a, kind of a unique little, little place. I want to go see free Willy. <laughs> <laughs> you remember free Willy. <laughs> I love free Willy. <laughs> oh, that's, you know, that's it. But then, but you know, I think some of these stories go back to some of my high school time. So I'm feeling mm-hmm. good about it and to know that I've kind of set foot there, but I need to go back. And I mean, some of the newer things is Dexter, you know, mm, and that's yeah. some crazy stuff right there. So it obviously oh, has the appeal for yeah. showing, you know, be- because it sounds like it's got the drama of the ocean and the nature, mm-hmm. a downtown district that is, sounds awesome and looks beautiful from your pictures, but also, those Victorian homes and kind of mm. the neighborhoods must be good for these kind of movies to happen. Absolutely. And, and um, I, I would be remiss in not mentioning that wonderful Astoria column, which is probably the city's most recognized landmark. It's this mm. amazing column that's like 125 feet tall. And it tells the story of, like the area's history. And so it's this mural that's been painted around, and I think it was built Mm. in 1926. And so there's all these different scenes, um, different messages, um, talking about Mm. the different events of of that area, the Columbia River discovery, the the Hmm. claims to the Northwest Territory, Lewis and Clark reaching the Pacific. And uh, you can climb up these winding steps inside the column and get this drop dead view of the area it's just unbelievable on a clear Mm. day it's just gorgeous but even on a not so clear day this there's some sort of mood and mystery and kind of Mm -hmm. i i I like that that kind of i love your photos from this i love it because i'm just like oh that is exactly how i i don't know it's like when you see the old barns like it's a sunny day it's really pretty and nice but then when it's got that mist around the barn and a little yeah. bit of sunlight peeking through, mm-hmm. you're like, dude, you know, yes. there's just something yes. magical about it because, you know, the Pacific Northwest has that and it, yes. it's part of it. But there is a mystery. There's just that, you know, nature's yes. moving at that point. Mm. Mist is always moving. 
And so I think that's part of the mystical part of it. But like, I'm just going to say I'm hungry now. Um, but um, I do, I want to ask you before we talk about food, because I'm, I am, I, I am hungry. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it looks like you had a really good time. And but it, there's, so you've got craft beer, right? So you're on the North Coast uh, beer trail, which, of course, I really love. So I'd like to do yes. that. Uh, yeah, that's, did you, did you partake in the craft brews? Yes, of course. <laughs> okay, well, good. There's, there, there is, you know, there's a couple of different places. So you've got your choices. And uh, so, yeah, the Astoria Brewing Company, Hondo's, I mean, it's just, you know, there's several of them there. And so no, no uh, lack of places to, to try uh, different pours there. And uh, then, of course, seafood, you know, reigns supreme there. Oh, you're so happy the with the seafood, aren't I'm you? I'm so yeah. happy. I know people must think, is there anything else besides the cheese? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but I that's your thing. <laughs> but this is great. I love it. I love it because, like, Nancy and I, well, I want to know, is, is there something like, are we okay if we go there? Because, you know, Nancy and I are of allergic course. to seafood. And, you know, but we do okay in Louisiana. You know, we just find the right yes. places. So there's, yeah, there's plenty of others. Yes, there's plenty of options because every place, you know, has other things besides that. So, you know, it's just that if you are interested in uh, the pescatarian uh, fair, then you are, you know, in, in good graces there because there's quite a few places, that, you know, the fish tacos, the chowders, you know, the, the even seafood fry bread, you know, and crab and shrimp cakes and all sorts of, you know. Uh, wonderful things. And Does it so, taste different you know, for you? Because the last time we talked, you were in Maine, Portland, Maine. Yes. Eating the lobster. And then now you're in Astoria, Oregon, eating seafood. Is it like a different flavor? Like, is it different um, fish? Like what? Like, yeah, it's, you know, definitely some different fish. And also lobster isn't really the big thing, you know. So, um, okay. You know, as far as I know, I mean, what I saw, you know, lots of crab and shrimp but, and, and uh, you know, you've got uh, albacore turnip, you know, you've got. Oh, okay. Albacore. Sole. So that's different. Yeah. yeah. So, and you get the spatrali sole and, you know, so there's, there's all. Oh, I didn't know about you know, that. I, the Northwest, yeah. you know, is definitely their seafood is, is has Huge. differences than, than uh, the main coast, you know. So but, if, uh, if you but, eat a tuna, for example, in one location. Feeling stuck in your current job? Looking for a career pivot? Are you a proven leader looking to step up? The University of Maryland's Robert H. Smith School of Business prepares students to meet challenges, solve problems, and obtain a profound understanding of how to operate in the modern economy. With MBA and MS programs offering flexible options to fit your lifestyle and goals. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more today at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired. Fearless. Unstoppable. And then you eat a tuna in a different location. Does it taste different? Depends on the tuna, you know. I mean, there's different kinds of. That's that's that. Yeah, that's what Nancy and I like. Because you know, when you think about cheese in the Pacific Northwest, will be different wine than in Wisconsin because of what they're eating right, and doing. Right, right, right. No, there's, yeah. there's different, you know, types of. Different types of fish, depending on geographically what, where you are, and you know the river, the ocean, Pacific, Atlantic. You know, they hmm. there are differences. You know, hmm. so it's, it hmm. is it isn't the same thing. It's not like you know you're getting the same 
type of food back and forth kind of thing. Okay, what is seafood fry bread? Because I know fry bread, right? So what's going on with seafood fry bread? Yeah, and they just put seafood on it. It's just, you know, it's fried. Oh, that's your topping. So, Mm. yeah. Yeah, and it's okay. very, very good, and uh, I Sounds love that. Good. That was at the, the South Bay Wild mm. Fish House, which I'll pl- put a plug in for. And, oh, that uh, sounds if you, good. If you want yeah. something, um, there's a there's a really kind of a cool place. It's like a little converted boat um, across the museum. It's the Bow Picker Fish and Chips place, and they only do beer-battered albacore tuna fish and chips, and that's the only thing they serve. That's it. Oh, See, but mm. sometimes I think that is a cool thing. Where people just do this is. is my one thing, and that's all yeah. I do, and that's it. And, and then they people do it know, good because yeah, they do it well. Do. Yeah, yeah they and do and and the thing is, is that place always has a line outside the door. I mean, they're you know, it's just it's well known for what it does, and mm. you know, people people appreciate that whether you're local or whether you're you know a visitor, and uh, you know, you look across, you go to the museum, and they look across, and you're like. What are all those people standing in line for at that little yeah. boat? You know, and I want to know. Yeah, yeah, but it's you know, fish and chips, Albuquerque tuna is different than you know, fish, cod fish and chips or even halibut fish and chips, and so huh. it's, it's it's um you know, it's very mm. very good. Like I said, I could just eat seafood all day long. So <laughs> okay, in closing, I want to ask about um, the Astoria River Walk because that sounds like you know you've eaten you've traveled all around but it's always good to walk off your day even if you've done a you know that's the thing you walk a ton when you travel right mm-hmm. which yeah. is awesome but you still want to close the day off because you got a bunch of food you want to sit in your hotel room with a bunch of food in your belly no you got to no. walk it off so yes. yeah tell us about this lovely you know it's like a you know walking along like a boardwalk and you walk for you walk for quite a while and you get these great views of that bridge and the bay mm-hmm. and you know the honking sea lions that are all cool. over the place and uh yeah and there's Aww. you know little uh, shops and places along the awesome. way and it's very picturesque so yeah it's a great you know it's a it's a it's a wonderful, wonderful town uh, for for people to go. Uh, I think you know if they're coming from a longer distance, then they can combine and go uh, around and up and down the coast. You know, keep going south down to Cannon Beach and you know all the way down south. You know, or they can go up. You know, they can go to Portland and then go on up into Seattle. Or if you're just in the Northwest and you're looking for a great place to go for a long weekend, you know, I, I highly recommend it. That's awesome. so just for the sea lions. I, I'm yeah. I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm all in. Good. And good. I'm in for the breweries. And yeah, uh, I'm in, I just want to do my, my, I will go back on the bridge proudly. And um, good. Really? Good. No, I am proud of it. It's just, I think it's, I think, you know, this is something about travel. You know, we all have our things right. we're not good at and scared of. Yes. But it, yes. we need to still do it. Embrace it. Right, go Absolutely. with that. And you know something? If you go back the second time, it's going to be easier. It's going to be different. It's going to be yeah. different for you because you're going to be like, I know what this is. I did this once, you know. Yeah. And so it's You'll going to be more. easier for you. Yes. Yeah. And, you're and going don't to be a let your mind spook you out of it, man. How many no. times? Okay, come on, Debbie. You've done some crazy hikes. I mean, look at the Namibia Desert. Mm. You've done some crazy yes. ass things. You don't you have to get out of your own mind and I think sometimes Absolutely. that's why we have to hire yeah. guides when we're traveling because the guides will keep you mm. going when you start yes. to go, Why am I climbing the sand dune in the Namibia yep. Desert? And they're like, You yep. can do it. 
You can I do know, it. I know. I mean, it's it's very easy to get freaked out and, and to mm-hmm. say, I can't, I can't, or I won't, I won't, you know. And, you know, and yet you, you're, you're missing sometimes some of the most incredible uh, you know, well, scenic vistas and and places, and it's you know when it, when you actually do it, you just feel such a like you said a yeah, great see, sense that, of accomplishment. It's that personal development, yes. like you conquered something that you were afraid of. Yes, like when and I, I think, grew up, and, I was for I'm not really sure why, but my my parents always took us to several beaches, and we'd always walk on the pier, and the gaps between the planks oh, on the, the pier. Yeah. where I could see yeah. the water as a kid <laughs> scared me. And so yeah. I had to conquer that fear. I'm not yeah. scared now, but, and I don't understand why I was scared then, but something scared me. And my mom used to have to pick me up and carry me off the pier. <laughs> and because I would freak out at the gaps, yeah. but then I'd go in the water later and play. So yeah. I'm not, that's so wild, isn't it? I know it's weird, but something freaked me out about it. Well, you just walked on a boardwalk next to an alligator, so you know. I know. Well, I'd love that. I would like to take an alligator swimming in in the ocean or a creek with me. I'm okay with that. And I did try to jump <laughs> off a pier once, but, but I almost got arrested for that. When I was looking <laughs> down through the cracks, somehow watching the waves crash underneath the pier freak me out as a kid that doesn't now but if you if you harbor the fear and let it grow yeah. it keeps you from having a really good time later so i just say conquer it and that's why Come travel on. is so darn cool yeah you get you you just you keep adding layers of mm-hmm. resiliency to your jacket of resiliency you know what i mean of life absolutely you know? but it's also just it's so a, exciting real con- confidence booster and it's mm-hmm. uh, you know it's like it's like if you go travel and you you know you end up getting lost somewhere and it's like mm-hmm. and then you you end up finding your way or you find something cool along the way mm-hmm. while you're lost and you know it's afterwards cool. you're like well you're like oh that wasn't that wasn't too bad you know and then yeah. it's like so then you don't mm-hmm. fear that that aspect of getting lost it's like you know, it just kind of keeps propelling you that you can, you can do these things and not, and not feel like, oh no, what's, you know, like what's going to happen to me and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Happy accidents, man. That's what it is. Absolutely. And sometimes I want everyone to realize that sometimes all of that stuff only comes down the road that you acknowledge it and get it later. Yeah. And that's a true thing. You, you know, you go, yeah. you know what? It was this that taught me that. I just didn't get the lesson at that point. But right. um, it, 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 there's, there's so much you can learn. And so where is next for you, Travel Monkey? Yeah. I'm headed. Um, travel Monkey. That she went from Fire Monkey to see, tra- Travel Monkey. Travel Monkey. That sounds good. Uh, I'm going to be in the Carolinas and Florida. Oh, cool. And, wow. Uh, yeah. You're yes, going in I'm our our places, our spots that we've been, and I well, that's good because we're not going to. Well, it would be cool to see you, but we're going to be on the <laughs> others. We're swapping over. I know. Wow, we're, swapping <laughs> we're, we're shifting out here. Wow. I love that. I love that. Oh, that is so cool that you're going to the Carolinas. I love them. Mm, I love yep. them dearly. 
And Florida. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, ooh, yeah we're going to do, um, I've got three national parks lined up. Uh, cool. We've got Dry Tortugas. Yeah. And uh, we've got uh, Congaree in South Carolina. Oh. And uh, Biscayne Bay. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of other, I mean, some real nice mm-hmm. Greenville and Charleston again and, you know, just down. down oh. Down into the Keys, Key West, and you know that whole area. So, oh, uh, jealous, yeah, so jealous, big, jealous! <laughs> big, uh, big road trip. Uh, we'll fly out and then take the take the trip down, and uh, cool. yeah, and then after that, uh, we're headed road trip out to the uh, out to California to in Arizona, actually, uh, Palm Springs area, and uh, mm. to do, to do um, Channel Islands. Oh, oh and, no, uh, wait! You're, oh, yeah. you're gonna dig that. Oh my gosh, yeah, we haven't done the chapter. We're going to do a kayak thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah, is so cool because yeah. that is one of those parks you have to experience oh, off yeah. the, you know, yeah. you're going to be, you go to Ventura or Oxnard. And, yep, yep, yep. Oh my yep. God. Oh my cool. God, this is exciting. Debbie, you're yes, doing and then good. We're going, and, and then we're putting it, that's, that's another national park. And then the other national park we're doing, I know you've been, but we've never been, is Pinnacles. So, oh gosh. Um, oh, I can't wait. Pinnacles. Oh, you're, you're going to love it. Pinnacles National it. Park. You yeah. are going to the vistas. Yeah. It, are it's just it's like I, I still want more people to. And I know it gets busy, but um, it is the the it's, geology is yeah. insane. The mm, wildflowers, depending wait. on the time of year. Um, I mean, we took this wildflower walk up in That's through amazing. the pinnacles and had a wild turkey walk with us all mm. the way through. Um, she was it, our guide, and and. And I don't, it, there's over 400 bee species in that park. Don't get worried. They don't oh come out gosh. and attack you or anything. But it's about biodiversity that they have mm-hmm. there. And wow. the story of the California condors is insane Amazing. about how much the park did with the local community to mm-hmm. be able to be a breeding ground um, and how oh, the awesome. zoos and, and, and this, this it, it, it is insanely cool. And you think about all these California condors, I mean, we were losing them and other species, mm-hmm. other raptor species, uh, because of lead bullets. And yeah. uh, so people go hunting and then the, right. you know, the vultures and everybody would eat the bat and die. Oh, and so God. that oh. is how we lost them. And they all work together on so many different species interruptions, like I should say. <laughs> um and it just is a, it's a great story. It's also a great story of farming and ranching good. and good. Um, there's good, good food and, and uh, there's good That's food out there, Debbie. Place. There's good food. Good. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. there is really good farm to table food and a lot of nice. good farming practices and a lot of history that you'd really dig. And I hope you go to Hollister and San Juan Batista when you're there. Um, mm-hmm. and, oh, yeah. San Juan Batista for sure. Yeah. The history. Um, it's mm. like where it's the California crossroads yeah. of where everybody connected mm. Native American, Mexican, Anglo, mm. like everybody mm. met at this spot. And um, it's pretty fabulous. So well, I'm very, very, very excited. Yeah. No, you're yeah. And I'm very excited about Congaree. We mm. keep driving by the sign for Congaree and not having yep. the time to yeah, drive there. This yeah. is something we've always wanted to do. Florida Keys, of course. Dry Tortugas. Yeah. We talk about uh, artists on our show all the time that have uh, they're an artist residence for a month through the National Parks Arts Foundation. We talk 
with them all the time, having this experience out on Loggerhead Key for a full month on their own. Oh, that's Just, awesome. Yeah. And I, so I'm now you get to do excited. the whole experience. So I am thrilled. Yes. I can't wait. Yep, so go yep. get so traveling, girl. Yep, I, I, I'm getting those traveling boots on. So, yeah, cool. and uh, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy your your West Coast, your Pacific uh, Northwest adventure. And, <laughs> yes. Uh, as can, soon as we, we can, hit uh, Oregon, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you yes. whatever kind of photo that we made it to yes. Oregon because you'll smile Yay! that we got to Oregon <laughs> and Washington State. You know, we'll be good, back and forth, good. and we're gonna go to Connecticut. It's gonna be our new state of the year. We're going to go to my sons. My sons used to live in Connecticut. So where are you oh, going wow. in Connecticut? Baltic. Apparently it's near Mystic ah. Pizza Land from the talk Ooh, about movies I from the 80s. Mis- yeah, Mystic is a fun town. You'll like that. Yes. It's a very cool place. Yeah. Well, I want no, some good pizza. You can go into, go into the place where they, you know, did the movie and there's all these like, post, you know, there's all these pictures of Julia Roberts cool. from when she was in that movie, you know, so yeah, no, it's fun. It's a fun, this is cool. cool. Area. Oh, well, we're going to have Very a great fun. year. This is so exciting. Good. All right. Well, safe travels and we'll chat soon. Yes. Uh, everyone, uh, again, uh, Debbie's articles up on nationalparktraveling.com. Just type in, say, type in fire monkey. But no, no, no. honestly, don't. It's not anywhere. We're going to have to do something on the website so people know. But uh, just type in Astoria. It's the only story on Astoria that <laughs> you'll find there. Astoria, it's there. Or look under our archives for uh, Oregon mm-hmm. articles. And it'll be in the upcoming issue of Parks and Travel Magazine. And don't forget to tune in for every fourth Tuesday with the fire monkey. Uh, Debbie. Uh, so we're gonna fight. we're gonna catch up with her next adventure. So keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. Thanks so much, Debbie. You take care. And you too. Safe travels, ladies. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. stuck in your current job looking for a career pivot are you a proven leader looking to step up the university of maryland's robert h smith school of business prepares students to meet challenges solve problems and obtain a profound understanding of how to operate in the modern economy with MBA and MS programs offering flexible options to fit your lifestyle and goals. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more today at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired. Fearless. Unstoppable.